This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. June 18th, 2021, Friday Night Smackdown on Fox. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Alfred Kanawa and NYC Demon Diva, Issa. Tonight, we got what many thought would be the main event of Hell in a Cell. We got it tonight as the main event of Smackdown. Yes, now we do. great. Great. Issa, are you even going to tune into Hell in a Cell on Sunday since you saw Roman uh, beat Ray tonight? Yeah, yeah, I am. I am. Alfred, I have you... to. I have to. Yeah. I actually agreed to cover the the post show. I got out of this one. I'll do Money in the Bank, but this weekend I was just like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, Alfred, what'd you think of tonight? I thought no. I thought it was a good match. I was shocked with how much offense Rey Mysterio got. The story of like the first half of the match is basically yeah. Rey dominating Roman Reigns, and I kind of just seeing how it unfolded. A part of me, and this is just me thinking on behalf of WWE. Maybe this is not what they wanted on the Father's Day pay per view because you got to remember Hell in a Cell is on Father's Day, so maybe they didn't want to go off the air on Father's Day with Roman Reigns saying Happy Father's Day and beating somebody's dad up. Uh, on the body of the show. So maybe that's why they had it on a Friday. I don't know, man. Titus got his uh, butt whooped on Father's Day in front of his kid. Yeah, yeah. They do do stuff like that. So maybe WWE's going soft on us. Maybe. Maybe. (sighs) But no, we got a lot to dig uh, into, a lot to dive into. But first, Alfred, what's going on in the news? Well, uh, quite a bit's going on. I guess uh, Andrew's Darian, the Matt Men that reported that Raw Roulette could be making its return to live Ooh. events. WWE is also considering doing uh, more specials like Old School Raw, King of the Ring, Viewer's Choice, like that Cyber Sunday setup they used to do. So uh, would you guys be excited for more themed shows like this uh, for WWE? Possibly if done right. I mean, <laughs> you know, right now I feel like some of the theme pay-per-views, uh, I mean, they just feel a little forced. Sell in a Cell is one of them that just feels like they're just forcing it. So maybe if booked right, I mean, they're, we can't, they're going to try something different, and that's good. Right now, Raw is not the greatest, so why not try something else and see if it sticks? Yeah. Uh, so Raw Roulette. 
refresh everyone's memory. How does that work? That's kind of like the Vegas style. You know, the price is right wheel. Well, it's not yeah. even like that. It's just like the Vegas casino wheel and there's different match types on the wheel. So whatever it lands oh, on, right. the match you have to do and it's gimmicked. So you kind of spin the wheel. Uh, if yeah. they did raw roulette and it was not gimmicked, I think that'd be very interesting. Yeah. One can wish. One can wish. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, this is definitely not gimmick. This is real life. Uh, Cody and Brandy Rose announced the birth of their baby girl. Really, days after uh, John Moxley and Renee announced the birth of the girl, uh, Cody and Brandy Rose gave birth to six pounds, 12 ounces, Liberty Iris Reynolds. So they are doing okay. You guys excited for the Rose family? Congratulations to them. Absolutely. I yeah, cannot wait for all these little baby girls that are like being born right now to join in, in the future because we're gonna have a hell of a women's division. All these people having little girls. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even Adam Page and his wife uh, just announced their pregnancy. I don't know what the gender of that uh, baby is, but yeah, there's a lot of uh, babies being born around this time, so it'll be very exciting. Come 18 years from now, or so, maybe even sooner. Almost like people had a lot of free time on their hands over the last year. <laughs> that pandemic baby. Wait. Yeah, it's, it's going to be another baby boom. It's weird to, to live through it. It's happening. Summer of love. Uh, finally, we've got a new name for Piper Niven. Dewdrop. What do you guys think about Dewdrop for Piper Niven? It's horrible. I can't even pronounce it. And it's, I don't know. I'm not happy about it. I think they should have just introduced her as Piper and come up with a way as of why she is with Eva instead of just changing her whole character. We'll see where they go with it, but that's a horrible name. I love Piper Niven, and I thought mm -hmm. she came across like a superstar in NXT UK, especially her match with Rhea Ripley. Um, I have seen clips of Monday's segment, and uh, I am optimistic. I'm optimistic that this is not going to go the route a lot of people think it's going to go, and I really hope that she is able to get over with whatever they give her, but I really wish they would uh, let her continue the character she had in NXT UK. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I thought it was fine. And I just think it seemed amateur for somebody who's on WWE programming to show up on one of your shows and the announcers have to pretend like they don't know who that person is. Oh, it's, it's mystery, Alfred. completely change their name. Um, but, you know, Dewdrop could be fun to chant. I'm already having fun saying it, you know. So, you know, we'll, get, we'll have to get used to it. You know, you eventually get institutionalized in WWE. Or as a fan, yeah, just, that's ultimately you get institutionalized. Yeah, I just think, uh, <laughs> I feel like you're down to your pretty much your hardcore audience at this point. So it's like the whole changing of the character is not going to work. The only people watching kind of know who she is. It's not like you have a bunch of new people watching every week that don't know who Piper is. So that's the only thing. But what to Glenn's point, I do think that this could really be something fun for her if they do it, you know, the right way. So, I, I mean, we'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. What else we got? That is your news. Okay, so we're going to hop into it. We're going to talk about SmackDown on Fox. But, of course, we have to be mindful that something else is going on tonight. So the Turner Networks have long been synonymous with hard-hitting fighting action. And while we're doing the podcast tonight, no spoilers, but TBS is showing Creed 2. And we know a lot of you want to tune into this. How is Adonis Creed going to manage this phase of his career? He's going up against Drago's son. No spoilers from there. I promised Raj. He knows a lot no. of you are watching Creed 2. While watching the Wrestling Inc. podcast, you're watching Creed 2 live because you have to see it live. You're going to watch this later. So we understand tonight Creed 2 on TBS. Enjoy it. Come back to the Wrestling Inc. podcast. We'll talk about SmackDown on Fox after. Uh, but uh, it's a great movie. I I I'd be watching it again right now if I weren't doing this show. Excellent sequel. A very, very well done sequel. Creed 3. Sylvester Stallone. 
shows up or they kill him off? What do you think? No, no, you can't do that. He's got to show up somehow. It's like Stan Lee, where he just shows up in every Marvel movie uh, until <laughs> it should be like that with Sylvester Stallone and Rocky. Mickey died. Burgess Meredith was uh, written out in part three. Rocky yeah, three. He was. So. I thought that was a mistake too. Really? Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a powerful moment. It was, you know, but um, could have used more. They didn't get enough out of him. Is Paulie the most unlikable character, perhaps? Like, invalidly unlikable. Not like that, oh, he's just got that kind of, like, face you want to punch. No, Paulie is, like, legitimately, like, the shittiest protagonist-adjacent person, perhaps, in any film series. Yeah, maybe maybe that's what made uh, Rocky more likable. Uh, just, like, being <laughs> in proximity true. to, you know. Oh. oh Every time I watch the films, I'm just like, oh, yeah, this guy. We've all got one in our family. <laughs> Everyone's got one. Okay, so SmackDown, so enough Creed talk. I know internet's captivated. Everyone's tweeting about Creed 2 right now. But SmackDown tonight put a little switcheroo. And today they said, you know what? Roman versus Rey Mysterio, Hell in a Cell. Sure, it was going to be on the pay-per-view Hell in a Cell. Most people said, probably going to close Hell in a Cell. You know what? Let's do it in the main event on SmackDown tonight. Um, we were speculating. Do you, th do you think it's really the Father's Day thing? They were like, oh, it can't be really on Father's That's Day. That's just a theory. I, You know, who knows what it really is, but just it's, after it's, seeing it's it go like down. It's predictable. Why are you going to yeah. put that in the pay-per-view? Everybody knows Rey Mysterio was not beating Roman Reigns. Nobody wanted to see that match. We're all more into the Uso storyline that we are into the whole Roman and Rey. It's not, it's, it's whoa, we lost him. It's just <laughs> a filler, you know. It's just a filler thing for now. I feel like it was just so predictable that why not, give it to SmackDown right now and let them take Father's Day off, you know? That's, that's just my opinion. I think no, nobody in, for one second thought, oh my God, Ray does have a chance. And like you said, I even speculated until the end when the match started going, I was like, I guess this match is really happening. And even the <laughs> fact that it ended earlier, I expected Dominic to come out and challenge yeah. Sunday because I was like, really? Like, this is it? But I mean, this is what happens when you put a pay-per-view that already shouldn't be a gimmick pay-per-view happening. And then you move it like four months ahead of when it's supposed to, to happen. You know, I'm yeah. I'm not really surprised that Hell in a Cell is just whatever, you know. But I did speculate up until the match actually started if we were actually really getting it or if it was a, you know, a bait and switch. So here is my thought based on the opening promo tonight. Rey Mysterio comes out. Roman gives Rey the chance to, to back out of the match. Uh, Rey's going on and on about he did this to my son, my son. And I just kept thinking like, your son is a wrestler yeah. in a wrestling company who attacked this man with a kendo stick. Like you act like somebody like went up to your child in elementary school and like, uh, like, like, like disciplined your kid. And it's like, you know, there's, I'm not going to be one of those people who says, Oh, wrestling is stupid, but there's times when wrestling isn't smart. And I feel that Ray's motivation with all this, like really did not make sense given that it's his tag team partner. They've been, they've been doing this for a while. Like, and, and, Dominic attacked. Yeah, yeah I love I that like you that. brought that up because I, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, Ray, when he was cutting the promo, I'm screaming on my TV like, Ray, you taught him how to wrestle and you brought <laughs> him onto the company and he's been getting his ass beat week after week after week by a bunch of people. Like, this isn't new. Why is it, you know, you're just trying to sleep your way into a universal title match and using Dominic as an excuse. <laughs> just at least come clean and say that. Be like, hey, if he can get me to the main event, I'll take him. Why not? But... <laughs> I thought I didn't like his promo and I don't think that anybody will ever take Dominic seriously 
as long as they keep treating him like a child. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that narrative that they always make mm -hmm. those jokes about like Ziggler even said a couple of weeks ago, it's going to be child abuse. And they're always saying, oh, you touched my child. It's like this guy's 24 years old. He's the same age of Randy Orton when he won the world championship, you know, only a couple of years younger than The Rock when he won it, one year younger than Brock. Like he's of the age where he's a grown, fully developed wrestler. And the more they treat him like Ray's son, as opposed to Dominic Mysterio, the less chance he's going to get over. He has to turn on his dad or they have to split them in the draft. They have to, this whole thing together. I think it's great that they won the tag titles together, you know, with Ray being a legend and all that, okay? But now it's just like, if you want Dominic to be taken seriously, you have to just keep them apart. In fact, okay, here's wishful thinking. I say this, you know, wrestling fans, we, we, we're very forgiving with our, with our codependent relationship with uh, Vince and WWE Creative. How great would it be if on Hell in a Cell Father's Day backstage segment, Dominic and Ray, Dominic just beats the crap out of Rey Mysterio. I would love it. I mean, on Father's Day? I <laughs> on Father's Day. Uh, whatever. If you're going to do it on a day, it's just uh, there are tag team champions. They haven't built anything. Like, to yeah. just split up right now before you really actually build anything would be kind of a waste, especially considering it's Father's Day. It's almost cold-hearted that it's like, we'll do it because it's Father's Day for no other reason. They got to yeah, do something. Happy Father's Day, Dad, and just starts beating him up. <laughs> yeah. Or like puts him on his back and just backdrops him like, oh, man, that would be amazing. <laughs> and that would be better than whatever they got going on with uh, the tag titles. Street Profits versus the Usos. That's where the money is. Don't even bother yeah. to have any tag matches until we're in that feud. <laughs> you know, uh, supporting Brooklyn, not the Nets, Justin Lopez. <laughs> Bucks and seven. It would have made sense to have the match of either day so Roman could destroy Ray, but all in all, I thought Ray got way too much offense in mm -hmm. You got in a lot. Yeah. You dominating before they went to commercial. It was all Ray. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> I, I don't like that either. I don't like that we know who's going to win. And for Roman, Roman doesn't need to be pushed to his limits or challenged. Like, I think we're still in the phase where Roman should just be dominating. They've done, I think they've given, and I'm not, the biggest uh, Roman stand, but I think they're giving uh, Roman's opponents too much offense in these matches. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The one thing that I did appreciate is because that it was Hell in a Cell, Ray was using like everything that he could find, which then makes perfect sense. You know, if you're going to give Ray Mysterio offense against um, Roman Reigns, then yeah, give him all the tools and the fire extinguisher and whatever, you know, like, but it was, it was a little too much. Yes. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to one of these days him just winning a match very quickly. Like, they just need him to just – they always talk about how dominant he is, and I do think it takes away from it, especially when you see how decisively the match ends, that he just got his ass beat for, like, the first half of it. I think takes some of the shine off how dominant he really was. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of Creed 2, no spoilers, uh, but that's the thing. That, that's an underdog story when it's the hard-fought victory or the, like, oh, someone's really taking me to my limits as the champ. That's how you still try and babyface – like a monster and make it seem not inevitable that they're going to win. But uh, come on, that's not how they're booking Rome. They haven't booked Roman that way in ages. Yeah. So during yeah. the opening promo, which I don't even know why they did that. They lowered the cell for no reason yeah. whatsoever, just to remind us that we're getting a match. When he came out in his pants and like the shirt, like not obviously not ready to wrestle and given like Ray the opportunity to back out when Ray didn't, I really actually wanted him to get out there and just squash him and yeah. look like, and that should have been it. And then continue with the show. I think that would have been a better booking than, you know, like he comes out there and said, okay, you, you want to back out? And Ray says, no, okay, fine. Let me get it over with. That would have been awesome. 
Yeah, that was kind of a carny trick they played in that yeah. it made it seem like they were going to open the show with that match where they lower the yeah. cage. They had both guys inside of the cage. And so maybe it was designed to just get you to stick around thinking oh, absolutely. that they might start the match early. It was absolutely. I was uh, I was in the, the car. I was driving and I had the audio on. I was listening to the promo. And they're like, the cage is lowered. And I'm like, the cage is lowered. They're open. I was going to pull the side of the road and watch this match. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, you know, and then I got home right when I was like, oh no, I guess we're not getting that. Uh, C Dial 2 saying Dominic will finally acknowledge Eddie as his father on Father's Day. Yes. Don't hold your breath. Oh, that would make it so good if they, he beats up Reigns, like, you're not my real dad. And oh, this could be so, so epic. <laughs> well, go that direction. I'll be surprised if they don't, in terms of when Ray and Dominic split, that has to be mentioned or brought but up. Why? Are they waiting? Doesn't it feel like we're walking through molasses these last six months at the pace at which these storylines are developing? I know fans are coming back soon, but what are what what are fans coming back to if there's not? I mean, if people are just abandoning this product. Look at all the rematches from WrestleMania or before then that we're getting a hell in a cell. Bailey and Bianca happened before WrestleMania. Uh, what Cesaro and Seth Rollins a WrestleMania yep. match. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn a WrestleMania match. Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre a WrestleMania match. We have been in the exact same fields for three plus months. I think the only thing that's not a rematch is Alexa Bliss and and Shayna Baszler, and they botched that with the segments on Raw. So it's just mm. like, how are you supposed to be invested into this? Charlotte and and Rhea was two WrestleManias ago, yeah. you know. So it's just like, what is happening here? The only thing that was fresh, they gave it to us tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's WrestleMania backlash, backlash. So it's like we're just—it's WrestleMania in a cell. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And they're just <laughs> this draft that they're going to have coming up. I want to say I'm excited about it, but it's really they have a very limited amount of wrestlers, so it's, you can only switch and mix and match so many times with this roster. There just need to be new people coming into WWE and people that they haven't been using. Yeah. yeah. So we went from that to commander aziz making his in-ring debut pairing with yeah. intercontinental champion apollo cruz versus big e and kevin owens tonight with Sami Zayn on commentary uh did you see the stats going around about the wwe cameos they did for hell in a cell and like only two people bought a Sami Zayn cameo it was very sad yeah i saw that i saw that i, I saw like didn't like nobody buy a charlotte cameo was that yeah but it was like 350 bucks kind of surprising I don't know. I love Sammy, but I'm, I'm not paying 200 bucks for a video shout out from Sammy. Yeah, but oh, I why don't you pay $600 for an Alexa one? It will be 25 seconds. Yeah, I saw people. I can't believe people paid for that. Like, she, if you have, like, I think it's supposed to be two minutes, and you, they, some people even do their cameos longer, but she, there was a 25 second cameo that somebody paid $600 for, and I'm just mind blown by that. Wow. I feel mm-hmm. like Sami Zayn personally is the kind of guy, if you made like a $200 donation to Sami for Syria and gave him your, your phone number, like he would just call you and keep thanking you profusely until you were like, okay, I get it. I get right. it. Sami Zayn would convince you that there is a conspiracy going on. You, uh, yeah, he'd just call you and talk your ear off. You know? <laughs> That's what they should do. They should just pre-record a message and you can't get in a word in edgewise. And it's just Sami Zayn calls you and rants for an hour. Yeah, <laughs> I would love it. Actually, that's better than paying for cameos where you know they barely see the money. At least Sammy yeah. Syria goes to a good cause. And this so, is just another thing. There's that third party deal where now WWE has complete control over these third party deals. This would, if they just let these wrestlers have complete ownership over these cameos, it's a good gauge to see who's really over. If they're not controlling everything and doing limited edition, if one guy who they didn't expect just sells out of their cameos or just is backed up with cameos, it's a good indication that this person is connecting with your fan base better, better than others. 
Yeah. They have Shawn Michaels for Hell in a Cell. It's like, why? You know, and yeah. like $750 for a Shawn Michaels cameo. It was like, the, what was The Undertaker? $1,000? Like when they did Takers 1, too? It's like, it's yeah, those went immediately. I was able to get two of the kids in the hall to wish my wife a happy birthday for $100 combined. Oh, that's okay, awesome. was Dave Foley, yeah, right? And Dave Foley was the like way more expensive than Kevin McDonald. Yeah. Like way more expensive. I totally got my money's worth on that. They both like long, like like Kevin McDonald was doing characters and stuff during it. That was like a $20 <laughs> cameo. It's fantastic. Worth every penny. Uh he did the King of Empty Promises. Uh, oh, that's fantastic. Awesome. Yes. Because I was telling my wife that I finally cleaned out the garage. So explaining <laughs> why it took me so long to clean out the garage for her birthday. Um, so Aziz wrestled tonight alfred you first what'd you think i thought it was fun i was very surprised with the amount of stuff that they you know trusted him with um they didn't really hide him he was i mean this match is pretty much centered around him i thought he was fine he's not the smoothest guy and he'll obviously need some reps and stuff like that so i don't need to get technical or whatnot but i mean with what he was trusted to do i thought it was fine Uh, the match did move a little slower than i think i'm used to seeing with those guys but obviously it's because you have this big giant in there so i thought he was very convincing as a monster And, and a lot of people got on him because he was wrestling in his full regalia but I like that. I thought that stood out more than uh, it kind of reminded me of a Mountie. And I actually really liked the Mountie when I was a kid. <laughs> I I am very proud of him that he learned how to hold back coming from raw underground where there was no rules. You know, you can do whatever you want. He finally realized you cannot do that on SmackDown and he controlled himself. But overall, yeah, it was fine to see him in the ring. I hope it doesn't end up being a makeshift tag team between him and Apollo. And maybe, you know, he'll just do whatever it is that he needs to do and goes on his own eventually. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, we have we have kind of seen a little bit of him. He was the star of Raw Underground. I, I will never forget Raw Underground. They're not going to erase it out of my memory. He was there every week wrestling. So I wasn't, I think I was more intrigued to see Omas wrestle than I was to see him because we have kind of seen a little bit of what he can do before. Yeah. I contend yeah. Shane McMahon was the star of Raw Underground and the dancers. One time, no, the dancers. The, dancers. the dancers were the fly girls for the 21st century. Yeah, there you go. And Omas, like Omas. Listen, look, at, at least some of these people were able to find, you know, something to do after they lost their job. Yeah, Amos is definitely much more impressive looking in terms of somebody you'd want to see wrestle. But I will say that Kamara Aziz has a good face, like just like a good villain's, like that hardened face. And he does, yeah. does big facial expressions. He, there's something there. I think if he's able to just kind of improve and uh, if he just keeps going with these opportunities they give him, they'll push him if there's something there. Yeah. Could you imagine what it was like, Raw Underground, when they when Shane had to go to the staff and make the announcement? Like, hey, everyone, sorry, we're shutting it down. Yeah. People like taking shelves for their home. Like it was a sad day at the Raw Underground when the lights got turned off, you know? It had to be sad. Like I, I bet you it was I was sad. I liked Raw Underground. And we never got a proper finale. They canceled it like uh like Webster. It was all Brown Strowman's fault. Braun Strowman not- went in there and beat Davicato and we never saw it again. This is all Braun's fault, and we can't even get retribution on him because he's gone. Yeah, and it did well. I guess they did kind of make the hurt business out of that because they had the hurt business go there and run amok. And from that moment on, they really—that's when they really started getting serious with Lashley. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. Well, some wow. good game of it at least. Wow. Um. So, Aziz and Apollo won this match. Sami Zayn, of course, on commentary, <laughs> stealing the show and then uh, retreating, laughing at Kevin Owens after. <laughs> Man, I, I mean, like, isn't it? funny how they, they keep coming back to Sammy and KO like because backstage Sammy cutting that promo I mean like this is this like 
I don't think we seriously meant fight forever, guys. You know. Uh, yeah, and they had a match where the stipulation was: this is the last time we're ever going to fight. And I, this is why people don't respect these stipulations when they're promoted on Raw or SmackDown. Like, I, I don't know if this uh, match is going to get a big number because they've done such a bad job with Hell in a Cell that maybe people aren't going to take it as seriously. And you see Sammy and Kevin still fighting after they had this match where they were supposed to never fight again. And that's like WWE's default. I would rather them make those two could be a makeshift tag team and just let them get in the tag team division. I would love to see them make up and, yeah. and run the tag team division for a little bit. If you don't have anything else for them other than fight each other, they were golden together. Now we we ha did have one match earlier this year with KO as a babyface and Sammy as a heel, right? Or was that last year? Well, that was WrestleMania. I mean, when they brought that's in right. Logan Paul and they did. Oh, all that's, that right, that's right. That's it was a fine match too. But I mean, when they first kind of crossed paths earlier this year, it was you know a lot of people thought that this was going to WrestleMania, which it did. But I was too hoping that they would form a tag team out of this conspiracy thing because I think both of them doing the conspiracy game it could be really funny. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what I wanted from Kevin Owens to un to understand what you know Sami Zayn was getting at and join him in the conspiracy team, but it didn't go there. Yeah. How often do you think that happens that people win each other over? Like, I feel like we all keep our conspiracy friend at arm's length. You know. Sure, but they will. I mean, somebody believes enough in a conspiracy. <laughs> I've been convinced of a couple of things that uh, you know. That yeah, maybe I thought like, was a crazy conspiracy to begin with, but. If they convince you that what they think are the facts, you, you never know. Like, can we just talk about what's on TV? Like, I get it. The whole world's against you. Fine. But uh, every time I see you, like, enough. That's yeah, it's never pleasant. Definitely arm's length. You don't want to – in short doses, you want the conspiracy theory person around you. It's like it, they're the prime example of the people you're friends with on Facebook that you're just not compelled to hang out with. Yeah, that's where a lot of conspiracies start is on Facebook. I mean, I think you leave Facebook with one or two conspiracies. True. Uh, Battle for the Crown. See, why wasn't this on the pay-per-view? Shinsuke Nakamura versus King Baron Corbin. I feel like every match has been a battle for the crown. This was officially, though, Rick Boogs out doing the... Still the most over. He should have really uh, uh, attacked <laughs> and uh, stolen the crown. Because he, no, he, uh, he is the true king of this feud. No, it's Shinsuke. Could he play the guitar with the crown on his head without it falling? What do you guys think? Oh. 1,000%, yes. There's nothing he can't do. <laughs> Headbang too much. End up like Jason Newstead, like hurting his neck or something. Um, but no, this match was, I mean, not much to it, but Shinsuke won. Like, we please. saw it too many times. And so I, many I, times. I feel like that's the problem because they really do. They have good chemistry. They put on good matches. But when you've seen it so many times, it's just like, okay, so they're good. They're both good in the ring. I like. I enjoy Baron Corbin's work in the ring. And I think with Shinsuke, he does a really good job. Is this going to bring King of the Ring back? Is Shinsuke you now King crazy? of the Ring without having the tournament? Like, what does I, I would actually be pretty upset if this is what's bringing King of the Ring back. You've had five weeks. And they had all this pageantry with this crown and the throne, and it looked great. This past five weeks, you couldn't have just had a King of the Ring instead, and it just ended maybe with Shinsuke and Baron Corbin. Like, if they did five weeks of the same match with this crown and then a King of the Ring tournament, it just seems redundant at this point. Like, I don't want to hear or see from this crown for at least another month. Like, this should have been your King of the Ring storyline. Honestly, I thought it was going to end in a, in a no finish, and they were going to put it on the pay-per-view, and we were going to get it like six times. That really is where I thought they were going. <laughs> I was kind of thinking they're going to just troll us, like they're going to do a double count out, then they're going to do like a no contest, and then Rick Boogs right. is going to get involved. 
<laughs> or he was, was going to take off with the crown and it was going to be a triple threat at the pay-per-view. I don't know. I didn't think we were going to get a real finish. I want to see where they go with it, but I think Shinsuke with the, crowd has been, with the crown has been entertaining. I just don't need him wrestling the same guy. And I want to know, is he officially a king of the ring? Like, what? Well, the yeah. That was for the crown tonight. <laughs> so he's king of the ring? That's a good I mean, question. I, is he officially recognized as king of the ring? That's something yeah. I'm going to be looking into. That's why I think that's what's going to bring back the tournament. He's going to come out next week and say, I'm king of the ring. And somebody's going to be like, whoa, whoa, that's not how it goes. And the tournament is announced. <laughs> well, well, at least they're giving it a running start, if that's the case. And they, hopefully they do connect the dots there. But it's like this, five, this past month, you could have been crowning a king of the ring. But yeah, listen, they're putting a lot into that crown. They really made it seem like it was something more. I'm exciting, surprised but... you don't have it on the shop yet. I'm like, yeah. why is WWE shop not making crowns and selling them? <laughs> oh, we were talking about trolling people, by the way. I I'm now convinced that that is what they're doing. Like we were talking about earlier with Sami Zayn and that yeah. documentary. Like they did another thing where they're just like, oh, and it's still in docu it's still in production, by the way. And yes. I think that's just going to go on forever. <laughs> and I'm here for yeah, it. Yeah, even my Coco was like, yeah, it's being on production. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Hamilton did announce himself as the one true king of WWE when he won. Oh wow. They did. They they did give him the announcement. That's right. Yeah. Terry Allen Jr. wants to know if we saw the AEW game clip. Uh, the footage has been making the rounds. I thought he looked good. Me too. I liked mm -hmm. how they the guy bumped against the railings. They make it look mm -hmm. really realistic. So I'm very excited for these games. We need a good wrestling game to like not be a flop. It's been so disappointing the last couple of years. So I'm excited to see. Hopefully, I mean they invested a lot of money into this game, so I'm pretty sure they're gonna make sure it's you know as good as it gets before they put it out there. But the clip, the preview, looked very, very good. Yeah, promising. Can you imagine like WWE Twitter if this game has all kinds of glitches and stuff like that? Like all the people rooting for AEW to go down would just have a field day with that so there's a lot of pressure but i think aw is going to knock it out of the park i have a lot of confidence in this game series me too yeah we shall see uh that's the problem though previews of games i mean yeah there, there's i mean i say this was in the games business for 15 years covering games like previews are designed to make the games oh, look sure. good Right. Oftentimes they do not deliver, but who knows? Hopefully it does. The WWE games have been terrible. I didn't even buy like the last two or three. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, they had that huge glitch with what's WWE 2K20. It was just like the last incredible. one. Yeah. Cause no, the, it was, wasn't it 19? Cause we did. It might've been 19. Yeah. Yeah. The one that, which I was mad cause they had Roman and Becky on the cover and I was yeah. like, I wanted to buy it just because of the cover. And then I started seeing the reviews and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to get that. The commercials <laughs> are so good. Um, they Man, always wish, have good commercials for the 2K games. They should always. let that team do creative for the shows. They should. Right? It was like there was a period where whoever they brought in to do the 2K game ended up like going to WWE, and the interest was generated by WWE 2K people. They did that with Ultimate Warrior, with Sting, yeah. with Brock, with Goldberg, and they did a better job of creating these guys like stars than WWE does. Uh, I remember Alonzo. when Goldberg came back. He was like the the big mystery had to do with two. Oh yeah, I, I, the commercials have always yeah. been awesome. My favorite one is like one of my favorites one was the Suplex City one when Brock was in the cover and they had like all of them fighting in a different area throughout the destroyed Suplex yeah. City. It was awesome. Seamus awesome. in the bar fight was my favorite. <laughs> so uh, the next segment, as Alonzo is pointing out, Bailey and Bianca's feud is because of laughing. The WWE mm -hmm. rewriters have officially given up. Uh, Bianca's promo, I'll say this, she is doing an A-plus job with B-material. 
I'll do you one better. I think she's doing an A job with D material. I, mm-hmm. I the yeah. words she was saying, like I'm unapologetically me. It's like, are they writing this or are they going to Hallmark and just like going to the cards? There's nothing creative about what they're making. <laughs> if you can't accept me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Yeah. It's like I rolled my eyes so hard, but then when it got to the trash talking and like Bianca Belair had to be a convincing badass, she's just a good performer. So like, I think they're taking that for granted because the writing was not good. And I agree with you, Glenn, on that. But again, and to Alonzo's point, it's ridiculous that not only is this feud being built around the laughter, but now the hell in a cell. I mean, this is a joke that... We're going to fight it out in a cage because you laughed at me? What's the logic there? Yeah, I, I I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And yeah, like you said, they're doing the best they can with whatever creative storyline they're giving them. I guess they're doing better than what Charlotte and Rhea are doing. I, You know, like both of these storylines are such trash. I did like seeing a more aggressive Bailey come out. I wish they would have not done the Thunderdome thing because when she came out and beat her up, it gave me flashbacks of when she did that to Sasha. And I was like, this is the Bailey we all love. But then the Thunderdome took over and the picture of her with the title. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, why can't we? You just made it a Hell in a Cell match. Make it serious. We don't need the Thunderdome takeover by Bailey. She just came out and handed Bianca a beating. That should have been it. Lift the title, walk away. That's it. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know why they have to, like, give all these extra things that just make it absolutely ridiculous. But it was good to see an aggressive side of Bailey because they're laughing every week coming out. Ah, it was getting to be too much. That's not the Bailey that we all fell in love with and started appreciating more throughout 2020. When she gave Sasha that beating, that was like it. That was top pick yeah. Bailey. And then she kept beating yeah. her up every week. And now she's just laughing at Bianca. No, that's not it. But the match in the cell is going to be good. It is. Oh yeah, it that's is. yeah. That's not the problem. You know, that's usually with a lot of these storylines. I this is the most talent we've ever seen in pro wrestling in terms of oh, especially wrestling. In WWE. Wrestling uh, and the wrestling is the one area WWE actually is doing fantastic in. Absolutely, I, my yes. uh, criticisms very rarely with WWE in modern day is with the wrestling. It's a lot of times with the way they get there, and that's you know that's a big part mm-hmm. of the equation. Is a lot of people in that company can have good matches. It's like what stories are you telling? That's what's going to get people to stick around. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, so, yes, promo segment was what it was. Uh, we saw about the issues with the Usos and Roman. Jay wasn't there tonight. Uh, Jimmy was. Roman told him to find Jay. The mystery continues. See, I'm so much more interested in this than the shit with the Mysterios. Yeah. 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 I want to play pay per view. Yeah. I, I I don't know where Jay is, and I want to know like where is Jay? I, that's the number one thing I want to know coming out of the show. I want family therapy with the Usos. Me too. I, I'm happy to see Jimmy come to his senses. And um, when we get to the main event, I thought he wasn't fully into his senses at the end there for a second. But it was funny to see him tell Roman like, "All right, fam, I talk about I talk thought about it." Yeah. Roman manipulated him, but it was even better to see both of their faces when they realized Jay's not here. You don't know where he is. I don't know where he is. We really messed up and we better like make it good with Jay. Like, yeah, it, like Glenn said, it's the most captivating thing happening right now. It's great. Yeah. And and that's the thing, man. And it's, it comes back to story, right? Because you did have tonight Roman versus Rey Mysterio. You have this feud and they managed to make this feud so stale so boring that it's like the back burner storyline is uh stealing the show and uh to follow that up with otis versus angelo dawkins <laughs> otis the beard can't come back fast enough buddy um, i think they shaved more of it he's like completely clean shaven this time 
Why? No, I thought he had a little bit of hair. Did he have a little bit? Okay, hopefully. Yeah, I wonder. I, I'm starting to think that maybe he just made a mistake shaving and then he had to shave all of it off. That's I mean, part of the reason I grew the beard because I used to try and you remember, I'm old enough to remember when sideburns are back in vogue, uh, 902 and O days and whatnot. And I would have trouble <laughs> evening it out. And finally, I was just like, I'm growing a beard. Like Jungle Boy. Yeah. See, there you go. Oh, man. But uh, Alpha Academy, boy, aren't they dominant? Uh, the match never got started. Otis dominating they're, this. They're trying with these guys, but it's not doing it. It's just so. I mean, it's, I feel like I lost a friend with like, it doesn't even look like Otis. It's like a new guy that they're trying to get me interested in. And I'm not interested. So this Alpha Academy is just, uh, it's just kind of a waste. And there's two talented guys that they've wasted. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of with you on that. I don't, I don't like this Otis. I don't, I don't like this at all, but it's, 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 it's feeling time. Everything just feels like it's a, such a standstill on both shows right now. I just want crowds to come back and, and them to see who's over, who's not over, and, and be forced to really move forward with storyline instead of just putting everything on pause. Why are and, you even feuding? I don't even and, remember. Yeah. And fairness to Otis, man, he did it. Like, I was not a fan of the character. Thought it was kind of dumb. Thought it was uh, kind of just, you know, exploiting Vince's worst instincts uh, when it comes to uh, his stereotypes with people. Um, but man, he got it over the Mandy storyline, got over the worm, got over like all of that. It was great. Yeah. You know? he, of all the people, you know, Drew McIntyre, of course is up there, but of all the people who are kind of screwed over by not having fans at WrestleMania 36, when the pandemic came, I think Otis took the biggest hit of anybody. Like, yeah. I, I honestly don't think we'd be living in this parallel universe where he loses money in the bank. Had he gone to WrestleMania and they see how much this storyline connected with people, I think we're talking about a completely different storyline. And he's very young, too. He's like one of the youngest people on that roster. He's still, I think, in his mid-20s. So hopefully he's able to, he's got plenty of time to grow that beard back and overcome whatever he's going through. <laughs> While you say that, though, I feel like we also might have not seen him win the briefcase if we would have had a regular money in the bank that year. No, he was really over. And the yeah. storyline with Mandy got pretty good. Yeah, because it was around because that was the first pay per view, if I remember correctly, after the pandemic. No, they did WrestleMania, then they did Money in the Bank. Yeah. Um, so yeah, who knows if? But I, I just think it would have helped him if they were willing to put the briefcase on him with no crowds. I just think with crowds they would have just been. Uh, uh, you don't think so? I, no, you think they'd no, been no, convinced? No, no, no. Just, just, just that because you're in love and getting some doesn't mean you should be a champion. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, they seem to think that. It really wasn't the crowd reaction. They seem to think that this Mandy storyline vaulted oh, yeah, into We all wanted him to get from Mandy, not, not the main title. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I thought they were doing a good job with him. I thought they just should have They were, they were. It was, it was a fun story. It was. I think it was like Royal Rumble that year where he had that save where he yeah. saved Mandy Rose. That got like the biggest reaction of that match. Yes, uh, it did. But, you know. And they let go the the female writer that wrote that whole storyline. Oh, they did. That. Yeah, she's very talented. No, she was good. Um, so what did Seth say to Cesaro? It made me laugh out loud. Was it, you disgust me? Like, why are you such a disappointment? Like, yeah. <laughs> Seth's promo was great tonight. Like, I mean, I felt like this was another retread, but Seth was at least very funny and clever. Yeah, he, I, I feel like he is every week. I'm just over this, this feud. I didn't like the whole pushing him down at the end. Like, it, it just like, can we get Seth to look a little bit more serious again and that, and that's coming from me and you guys know I'm the one trying to get you guys to see the set that I like but I'm like I'm just 
I think it's the field. He's been at a standstill with Cesaro for too long now. And, you know, we saw a couple of interactions with him and Roman. I just feel like Seth should be doing something different. And Cesaro is the same with Kevin Owens, right? You get that amazing feel with Roman, but now you're just, again, doing nothing. And I, I just don't like that. I, I think they need to go in a different direction. But not because they're bad. I love their matches. Just because they've been feuding for four months now. And yeah. that's what happened with Seth and Rey Mysterio, too, when he was on Raw. He feuded with Rey Mysterio for, like, 10 months. Then he went away to, to for paternity and comes back, and now he's just going to feud with Cesaro for 10 months. Like, I'm tired of that with Seth. I think the answer is Seth needs to laugh more and make it more nasally, even than usual. I do like his laugh. He really? has a great heel laugh. Yes. <laughs> like one of those women that just finds Eugene Levy strangely attractive. Just like, you know, there's something about him. That should be his gimmick. I don't know. All these segments with Seth Rollins and Cesaro just run together. I will say I like Cesaro's Eldridge knot. He, Tied one of those really fancy knots and I uh, couldn't get my attention off it. It was a very nice looking knot. But other than that, it was just another segment that I don't know why I'm supposed to care about this feud. Well, I like yeah. your shirt and I think you've been um you've been washing Seth's outfits and you decided to step it up too. <laughs> I saw your shirt earlier today and I was like, Alfred, I love that shirt. <laughs> Good. You got it on two shows today, ladies and gentlemen. This is I'm inspired by that Seth Rollins drip. <laughs> You're going to change your handle at this is drip instead of this is nasty. <laughs> we'll, see if, we'll see if it's taken or not. <laughs> there you go. Uh, something new for these guys. Uh, but then, hey, we got the main event tonight. The SmackDown uh, universe, or the Universal Title Championship, Rey Mysterio versus Roman Reigns. Rey getting a lot of offense uh, the first half of this match. And then uh, ultimately, Roman got him to tap out and then uh, beat the crap out of him again after the match, just for good measure. Yeah. But uh, Issa, to you first. What did you think of this? I mean, <laughs> it was it was what we thought. I mean, yeah, Rey Mysterio got way too much offense, but it was so predictable. Nobody, nobody, not even Dominic thought that Rey had a chance. That's why he didn't even show up. He was like, yeah, I'm not even coming, Dad. Like, you're on your own on this one. I, I, I liked the end. I liked seeing Jimmy come out. I, I felt... I don't know, short change. I'm like, something else got to happen here. Like, what is this? No, we just did the match. He beat him again. Jimmy comes out. Now, apparently, Jimmy's falling in line. And that's all there is to it. It felt it felt weird to me, the whole thing, even moving it to today. And, I mean, I saw a report on Fightful that, you know, they were saying that they didn't really have a direction with this. I think at some point they said, oh, we don't have a women's um, hell in a cell. Let's just switch this around. I don't know. It feels like it's being written on the spot. Yes. Yeah, it does. And not in a good way. Like, oh, my God, we have this amazing right. idea. We need to do this right now and forget everything else. Uh, but, Alfred, I don't know. What did you think of this this match? I mean, this was like the last half hour of the show. Yeah, yeah. And it was very long. I, I, I liked the match. But, again, it did end very early. And it was a very anticlimactic ending to the show. You know, yeah. given how much time was left, nothing really happened after he won. And I thought that they were building to a big angle. And this is a couple weeks now because they did have that thing where Jimmy Uso said, I'm going to do something I'm never going to regret. Or, or, oh, and yeah. now they have Where's Jay? And they kind of didn't pay that kind of stuff off. Like, obviously, they're going to pay off where Jay has been. But I felt like it was an anticlimactic ending because, yeah, we knew that Roman Reigns was going to win. But there was no advancement with this storyline. And it's like now you have to move Roman Reigns to his next thing in terms of a pay-per-view opponent. And he's kind of now in limbo. 
Yeah. Yeah, I thought Jane was going to attack Roman for a second. I thought Jamie was going to come out and they were both going to attack Roman and they've been working him and we we're going to get a triple threat hell in a cell on Sunday. Yeah. I don't know why I have all this like good ideas that they don't think about, I guess, you know, but there was a moment there that Jimmy was just like lifting his arm, but he had that look in his face mm. and I was like, oh, it's happening right now. Roman's about to eat a super kick. No, nothing. So yeah. I, I, I don't know. It felt very on. Anticlimactic, but I guess that's what you get when you book this match that nobody really asked for. I don't, I don't, I, I yeah. felt like nobody asked for this match and they just booked it to book that and then they just put it on SmackDown. That goes to show you that, yeah, nobody really wanted it. <laughs> no, I agree. It's very, very weird. Uh, so that was SmackDown tonight. Uh, MJF coin is up to uh, 13 bucks and 50. 13 dollars. That's it started at like two dollars, didn't it? I bought one at five. Uh, the first day it went on sale, should have bought more. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. I think more wrestlers should be uh, having their own coin. Is there going to be a Glenn Rubenstein coin? Can we get that? Oh, going? I'm surprised Raj doesn't have Wink coin already. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> sooner, sooner rather than later. <laughs> yeah, I don't have uh, not my own crypto, but I'm I will be announcing a new business venture uh, soon that I'm uh, investing in. Oh, look It'll at that! Exciting. Yeah. Oh, exciting. Hopefully, I get the inside uh, track. Yeah, you'll you'll be getting uh, some gifts. Uh, yeah, some samples of it. But uh, no, I'm pretty excited. We'll have uh, hopefully in the next month or so. I'll have a big announcement to make. Oh, Yay, awesome. Glenn! Yeah, new house, new business. Look at I you. I know. Yeah. Be good. <laughs> how's, uh, so, how's the house uh, like remodelation going? Is it going to be ready for SummerSlam? Because you know we're for It's not going to be ready for. <laughs> we're going to be there. <laughs> I mean, there might be floors, but there's not going to be kitchen cabinets. Apparently, kitchen cabinets take like. 10 We're not eating. We're just drinking. Do you have a fridge? Just drinking? No, no fridge yet. <laughs> we'll bring a little cooler and put some ice, some yeah. bags of ice in it. It's all good. <laughs> Perfectly, uh, perfect solutions. It's looking good, though. It's looking good. I'm, I'm excited uh, about the house. Amazing. We had a video walkthrough today. There's going to be a lot of Ethernet. I think more Ethernet ports in this house than anywhere else in North America. <laughs> So maybe only get wired internet in every every corner of every room. Amazing, uh, good. <laughs> I mean, right for what we do. Uh, Steve Marcuccioli, nine ninety nine. Steve, thank you. Raj, thanks you. A long term story idea here. After beating the Rock at WrestleMania, Cross comes out and SmackDown to confront Reigns with obstacles in the way. The match doesn't happen at WrestleMania thirty nine in L A. Cross. A lot of people have ideas for carrying Cross. He's one of the most fantasy booked wrestlers that they have on the roster. I feel like the shine is off, though, man. After that fatal five way, I'm seeing less and less. Yeah. Since he came back, I'm seeing he's not as over as he was. Yeah, I, mean, I thought he got a good promo with um with Regal, Regal. and the, but then when Samoa Joe came out, he like buried him. So I was like, oops, exposed again. Like the, he ended up getting saying goodbye by the crowd. That's not how you want your champion to look, right? So I don't know. I don't know, but yeah, I see so many fantasy booking ideas with Karrion Cross is going to win the Rumble and this and that, and I'm like, wow, people really, I guess people are still wanting to see him. I don't know why anybody wants anybody from NXT to come up right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just really obvious that like he's the type of guy that the office would get behind, and there have been reports out there, a lot of people in power are high on him, so it really does seem like if anybody on NXT, it's only a matter of time, but I do think, especially if they wait long to bring him up to the main roster, it's going to create like that uh scenario where the fans are going to turn on him and people are going to start grumbling well how come adam cole didn't get called up why didn't pete dunn get right, called yeah. up and uh it's just one of these stories where once you find out that a guy is really uh over with the office that's when fans start turning on him and i hope that doesn't happen to carry cross but i've seen it happen to too many guys i thought a lot of people were very high on damian priest in the office and mm -hmm. he's nowhere to be seen 
Yeah. So yeah. that doesn't really mean anything nowadays, it feels like, you know? Yeah. So Sunday, did uh, Raj rope both of you into this Hell in a Cell coverage? Yes, we will be there. Uh, <laughs> well, say hi to Raj for me when he doesn't. <laughs> Just, I don't know. It's, hopefully it's not a long pay-per-view. What is it like five hopefully matches? It's not a long no, they added like two more matches tonight, right? Oh, that's right. They did Wikipedia, add a couple, didn't they? Wikipedia saying Roman's facing Dominic for the championship. Like that's not. Well, come on, Wikipedia, get your stuff together. Yeah, that's not. No. <laughs> he should. I'm surprised he didn't do an angle where he had like the head of the table and then the children's table for Dominic. Where he <laughs> 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 that would actually be. No one's gonna do it. <laughs> no, he could have had it been Ray because Ray's so small. Like, yeah. Ray, yeah. Okay. I will say the angle of Ray getting thrown didn't look as good as Dominic did because no. the cell stopped him. Like I get they were trying to get that that you know look again but it didn't look as good just because the cell was there to like stop them. Um yeah. I'm I'm so over Ray Mysterio right now. They need something different for him. Yeah, I agree. Okay, folks, so tune in Sunday for Hell in a Cell coverage. Until then, have a great weekend. She is at NYC Demon Diva. Uh, he is at This Is Nasty. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. We appreciate a follow. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube. Uh, click that notification button to get notifi notified whenever we go live. New video goes up. And uh, leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Until next time, have a great weekend. We'll catch you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.